Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You're here this time for episode number 206. And I come to you this evening from my usual spot, a spot that I love and really just feel so much at peace, whether it's in the evening or in the morning or in the middle of the day. What I mean is my screened-in porch. I call it Serenity Place or Shalom Place. And um, it just feels right. And I am grateful to be here tonight. I'm grateful that it's summer, that the the night is alive with the music of the crickets and who knows what other other animals, creatures are out there. Um, it's very pleasant. It's a full moon, so it's bright. I can't quite see the moon from where I'm sitting, but I know it's, it's bright. And um, I'm feeling a, a sense, particular sense of gratitude today because of two people that I met today. And um, both of them, in, in, in differing ways, really helped me to experience the presence of God. So I'm grateful you're here with me today. As always, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open for the awareness of the presence of God, and I'm glad I can tell you about it right now. So there were two people that showed up today, two men, and um, one was expected in a, in a, a planned meeting. The other was unexpected. And um, in some ways, even a greater blessing than, um, than the first. But both were tremendous blessings. And both were just reminders of the value of showing up. You know, I, I don't know if it's an actual quote, but it should be. You know, something along the lines of showing up is half the battle. That, you know, when we attend, when we are present, when we do something, and not just say we're going to do something, but when we put action behind the words, which, quite frankly, I'm not always that good at, and I imagine maybe some of you listeners aren't either. It's kind of human nature, right, to say something and then not do it. But when we show up, when we say, this matters to me, whatever the this is, and we show up, especially when we show up for others and when we show up in service, amazing things happen. And I experienced two men doing that today. So the first one was the one that, again, was intentional. And it was a meeting that I had this morning over coffee at our fantastic local coffee shop, Java Central is its name. And uh, just to give them props, I'm probably going to tweet this out to them as well. So if there's any Java Central fans listening, um, it is a special, special place. And no, I'm not getting free coffee or getting paid to say that. It is truly a special place. And I am grateful for it. But this morning, I met um, a priest there. And he was in his, in his collar, his Roman collar. And he also was in the wheelchair that he uses. His name is Father Joseph. And I, I've just started going to the church where he is pastor. And it was just wonderful to tell him 
my story, to ask him for prayer on some pressing things right now, and just to feel his support and his understanding and his pastoral presence. And, you know, I I don't know his story, and I hope to understand it a little bit more. I I got glimpses of it today, but it was really talking about me and my story and, and what is pressing. And, um, but he did say at one point, cause I, I wondered, you know, I've, I've seen him using the wheelchair during mass and it does seem like he can stand. He does stand at the Eucharistic prayer and also, um, while he reads the gospel and, and preaches, but I, I, I didn't know, is this something he was born with or is this, you know, what, what is the story of why he uses the wheelchair? And, and um, he alluded to something about surgery and t- 12 years ago and how, you know, he, he had to learn something new, something different when life presented him this circumstance related to surgery. So that, that's all that I know. But what I do know about his character was that he showed up there for me today and opened the door for me to participate more in this church, for me to... Um, to be more supported by him. He, he had some ideas about praying with me, also about just some coaching and, and some just very practical pastoral type of things. So I was just so grateful for that, that, that he showed up and opened the door and was present today. Because it really meant a lot to me. It means a lot to me. And I, I felt the person of Christ there with me in our conversation and in his showing up. So that was first. Later on in the day, I, I worked at the winery that I have mentioned numerous times. Uh, and, you know, the, the fascinating thing about the winery is you, you just never know who's going to walk in the door and what conversation might arrive and what stories might be told and what new relationships might be built. And this afternoon I I started work at three and was just, you know, kind of things were kind of going along. And this gentleman walked in by himself and he was carrying a water bottle and, you know, probably in his early fifties, mid, maybe, maybe mid to late fifties looked, you know, maybe, you know, nothing really too terribly remarkable. And came up and started talking and he had an accent, kind of a, a Spanish sounding accent, not, not super heavy, but, and, um, I said, you know, where, where are you visiting? He said something about this is my first time here in Westerville. Westerville's the name of the town outside of, of Columbus here in central Ohio. And he said, um, he said, this is my first time visiting Westerville. And I said, Oh, and he, he was very complimentary. He says, Oh, I love this, this up, uptown area and it's really beautiful. And I said, Oh, what, you know, where are you from? And he said, Los Angeles. Okay. Wow. Our, our, and then a little bit later, as as he started to, you know, we started talking about wine, and I told him the story of the winery, and you know, we began that conversation. I, I said, you know, so so what brings you to our town and today? And he said, politics. I said, really? Okay. Or, you know, that's kind of an unusual answer because you know people come for business or come for family. I mean, I, I've heard all of those reasons. I've never heard politics before. So we started talking a little bit more and, and his story began to develop. And it's an interesting story because we're having 
in a special election for Congress, for our representative. Now, I say our representative. I, I do have to clarify. It is not my representative because I live in a different district, even though I go up and am working and my kids go to school in, in this other um, city that is not technically the city I live in. It borders where I live. Anyway, it, it is not my rep. So I will not be voting in this election. But it is a special election. It's coming up on August 7th. And it is a seat, a congressional U.S. House of Representatives seat that has been held for a very long time by a Republican who announced his retirement right around Christmas of, of last year. Well, it's taken this long for a primary and eventually a special election. And this man who was showing up there at the wine bar, whose name I found out was Lewis, heard that they needed help on this campaign. And this is the Democratic campaign, a, a gentleman, a young gentleman um, named Danny O'Connor. And Lewis from Los Angeles just has been getting increasingly frustrated with the government and the leadership and, you know, realized that he's retired and I guess he has time and, and the means to, to do this, that somehow he heard that volunteers were needed for this campaign here in central Ohio. And he jumped in his car not too long ago, drove across the country, which he said he'd never done before and showed up and is now canvassing and knocking on doors and making phone calls. And, and we'll be doing this for the next week, I guess, I guess it's actually two weeks from yesterday when this special election will take place. And it was just fascinating to hear his story. And, and one of the things I love, when, especially when we have new people coming into the winery, that they interact with some of the other guests that we have. And, and Lewis was there for a number of, he stayed long enough to, to meet with, to, to not meet with, but to meet and to visit with other folks in the winery. And, and it was just neat to hear those conversations and to participate and, um, and it was just really wonderful. And he's planning on coming back. And, and he was really funny. He's like, I think I found my place here in this town, you know, to come to and to, um, to, to, to drink wine. And, and he seemed to like the, the wines that he had, the glasses of wine that he had. And he says, this is going to be my place. And um, wow, you know, I am just glad that he showed up this evening um, in the winery while I was working and I could converse with him and, and also just happy that he showed up for democracy and for the political process. And I'm a little biased. I'm glad he showed up for the Democrat. I got to be honest. But even if he had showed up for the Republican, just putting one's life on hold and volunteering in, a, in an election you can't vote in, um, but you can have an impact through your labors and through your service, I think is really quite phenomenal. So to Father Joseph, to Lewis from Los Angeles, I commend them. I pray for them. I say thank you for the witness that each of them provided today and continues to provide, hopefully tomorrow and the next day as well. And thank you to God for revealing something to me through them 
And may God bless them and keep them as they go about their service. So, in conclusion, who has shown up for you lately? And for whom have you shown up? And as an extension, how has God shown up in those people and also through you? How has God been made real and present through the flesh of your friends, your new friends, and even through your own actions and your own labors? Thank you for being here. Blessings and peace.